enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio, you'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern. 7.30, who gives a crap time? If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio episode 610. If you can believe it, I can't. This is all a dream. Everything is an illusion. Um, One of my illusory co-hosts that is here with me tonight is Eugene. He is looking fly. He's looking dapper. He's looking sick. Eugene, how you doing tonight? Um, I'm feeling sick. Um, sick of working so many damn hours. But, um, no, feeling good. Ready to play some Metroid. Um, that's why I got some Metroid music going on here. Um, it's gonna maybe uh, be a preface to my change the system, but, uh, yeah. Well, I'm feeling good. So, Fender.com if you care about anything that I'm doing. So I don't know that this is a thing, but I'm going to predict that you are playing the Metroid games in preparation for Metroid Dread because you can't contain that excitement anymore. Um, Justin, at least what the 2D you, ones. What excitement yeah. can't you contain anymore? <laughs> I, I was I was hoping to do the same thing as Eugene, but um, 3DS is is hindering my progress. Hi, uh, Justin. I'm here. I am channeling the the ghost of the late great steve peacock and eating my supper while recording the podcast and it's oh, pizza yeah. so it, it's like straight up steve style <laughs> pizza time um you can follow me on twitter at infendo justin and check out the disney park let me try that again take two we we do takes in this right we are, yeah. we're gonna edit all of this out oh yeah eugene's great he'll edit it all <laughs> Check out thedisneyparkbench.com for my blogs and podcasts and other Disney-related shenanigans. Beautiful. Well, like I said, my name is Lucas. And also, like I said, this is episode 610, which means it is a... I don't know how to describe that. It's an episode that ends in a 5 or a 0, which we decided behind the scenes meant it was going to be a game show. We didn't do a very good job of following that formula, but we're following it tonight because all three of us were I thought it was only on the fifth episode of a month with five episodes. But not on a Tuesday. No, that was like a year ago. We've we've switched the formula so many times. And we're going to keep switching it till you listen to the show. Um, so, gentlemen, tonight's game will not be Nintendo's. It will not be third game that we've never come up with. Tonight's game will be Bad Game Descriptions, because I'm the host, and I am too lazy to set up voice meter and play music for you guys. So I have dug through and found what I consider to be a treasure trove of five games with absolutely awful descriptions on the eShop. Your job, which you don't get to choose to accept, will be to try to price these games. Not the price that the games are on sale. The price of the games at full retail value. Whoever gets closest to the pin wins. There's five rounds, so somebody is going to win this game. And we only have two contestants, so it'll be really simple and easy. Um, Gentlemen, are you ready to play the game? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's freaking do it. I've added all of these to my Switch wish list. And can I just say, there's a Big Brain Academy game on the eShop for pre-order. 
And that was always my brain game as a child. Like, I was more excited for that than I was for Brain You've Age. You've said that before, and I'm a, I'm a Brain Age or Brain Training. Um, hype! I hope it's good! <laughs> um, I play, Believe I, it or I, not, I don't think I've ever played any of either franchise. What? Blue! So blue! I said blue! That's a brain age reference. Go ahead, Lucas. <laughs> I, I love it. I really I broke appreciate the show. it. Um, no, actually, real quick, I guess before we do this, I do want to share a quick story about brain age. I was trying to play the one on the Switch that never came out in the States, and I tried to write the number nine like 5,000 times, and it kept seeing it as a four. So that happened, and I don't longer want to play that game. Hey, let's play this game instead. Um, game description number one, gentlemen, comes to you from... God, this beautiful company has so many games like this. A respectable and very good Metrovania game. Metrovania, by the way. Not Metroid. Metrovania. With classic pixel art. Nintendo Switch exclusive game. In this game, you play as an angel who got his wings taken away from him by archangels, whom he refused to follow his superior's orders of not interfering in the cruelties of the evil beings of Earth. Gentlemen. How much does this game cost on the Nintendo? I was expecting that's, more of a that's description. All I get. <laughs> <laughs> Are there oh, any man. like special features or anything like notifications? This product is available for pre-order. See below for more information about pre-orders. <laughs> all right. Um, they uh, clearly uh, didn't skimp on the writing budget. I will um, give you guys a hint. I will give you guys a hint, and I think we will let Eugene make the first guess. I'll take but, it. Um, this software does support touchscreen, which, again, is more than Nintendo can do with most of their games on the Switch. So, you know, <laughs> take with that yeah, what you will. I, uh, tangent, it may, does make me mad when I'm playing my Switch in handheld uh, um, for Skyward Sword and I'm trying to click on the menu item because I, that would be easier, but it yeah. doesn't work. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Smash Bros. You just, like, yeah. tap to select your fighter, you know? It's like, come on. Um, gosh, I'm going to go with a nice round $5. $5 from Eugene. Justin, you going to lowball this or highball it? What's your guess? Um, well, I'm actually thinking since it's a Metrovania, yes. they probably think First it's... First of its, its kind. Yeah, they probably think it is worth more than it might be. So I'm going to go with $19.99. Bold. Well, gentlemen, normally... Um, well, actually, abnormally, if you pre-order this game, you can get it really cheap for $9.99. However, at full price, this game costs $24.99. So, Justin, congratulations. You take an early lead, my friend. Well, that's not I'm a good I'm going to drink start. from my invisible soda. Full disclosure, three of these games are from the same publisher because I found the descriptions amazing. <laughs> so get ready for game number two. <laughs> okay, now I need to find out who writes their product descriptions because that's amazing. All right, ready? Be you a cute kitten. It is a beautiful 2D pixel art game for all ages. Where you are a cat, you must avoid obstacles and beat enemies looking for the end of each stage. Gentlemen, how much does this game, <laughs> where you are a cat, you must avoid you obstacles and beat enemies looking for the end of each stage? I don't know, but Cost. once I find out the name of it, I want to go check out to see what it looks like because I like kitties. 
Go ahead, Justin. Oh, I feel like I saw this on the eShop for four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. All right, Eugene. Damn. Well, if he saw it at four ninety nine, then maybe it was actually four. No, I'm just gonna go with one dollar. One dollar is my choice. Eugene, if we were guessing the sale price, that would have nailed it, because this game is currently on sale for $1.99. However, that is 80% off this game's original price of $9.99. I had to do the math, yeah. Me, me too. And I was wrong even after I did the math. <laughs> so was I! <laughs> the game is called Dot Cat and Be You a Cute Kitten. Justin, congratulations. You've got two points, brother. Damn. You're going to... You're going to walk away with this. If Justin gets the next one right, I'm making the next one's worth double, so Eugene at least has a <laughs> chance to catch up. Oh, we're going to family feud this? We're going to family feud it, this. It, it's the um, the Mario Party um, theory. <laughs> <laughs> or the Mario Kart, or oh the Smash Bros. Or I think, that, I think I'm going to do that the next time I host a game. I'm going to do the the rolling dice thing in every round that's either it's worth <laughs> three times the points or you lose a point if you get it or something like that. Jeez. Alright, you guys ready for game number three? Maybe. I I'm in. This game is for cat lovers. Jump like a cat. This is a white little cat who loves to jump and to get into adventures around the town until he finds milk to drink. Once he accomplishes his mission, then it is time to go home. A fluffy white cat. Gentlemen, how much does this game cost on the Nintendo eShop? Um, is this the like from that same developer person that's given us our our last two gems? I'll never tell. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, um, it, I'm up, right? Yeah, you're yep, up. Yep, it's you. Oh god. Stop it. Uh, um, I don't know. Let's go with hell. Let's go with 1999. 1999. Eugene coming in on fire. Justin, what are you going with? I am doubling down on my 4.99 from the last round. 4.99. I really thought one of you guys would have picked. The obvious choice here of $9.99 <laughs> costs exactly as much as the first game. Dot Cat Milk is available for $9.99 and is currently also on sale for 80% off at oh, $1.99. So, there's, so Dot Cat is a series of games? Apparently oh, of course a series of games. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, this one's going to be a, a pain to read, so let's just get through it together as a family. Oh, man. Okay. Let's live in this kingdom. Enjoy a free life no. with love and adventure. The kingdom simulation game where you immigrate to an imaginary kingdom and enjoy your free life. This is the latest game of the series. They also include the nickname of the series, for those of you curious. This is the imaginary kingdom that lives in the computer. You can walk wherever you wish to go. Beautiful woods, river, farms, stock farms, mines, schools, churches, and castles. And it simulates the lives of the people who live there finely. 
The users who go there and see the real communication with the habitats would feel like they are playing an MMORPG. They would have a boyfriend or girlfriend and get married, have children, and their children will carry that over. The life in this kingdom is a one-time story that is different every time you play it. This is so much more than the normal game experience and will stay in your heart as a cherished memory forever. Gentlemen, how much money would you pay to have this game stay in your heart as a cherished memory forever? <laughs> Gentlemen, how much would you pay to have this person write your obituary? <laughs> I think you're up, Justin. So, All right. Take, um, take your shot. Um, all right. I've guessed five. I've guessed... I've guessed 20. They've, lately, they've been 10. So I'm going to go somewhere in the middle. I'll say $15. Fifteen dollars, oh, Eugene. The choice is yours. Will you master your fate? <laughs> okay, so I need a point here. So my here are my two options. I either need to go one dollar. I need to go fifteen oh one. So now my question is: Is this game? Oh, God, that was a good description. I'm gonna go fifteen oh one. This sounds like a twenty dollar game to me. So Justin is going fifteen. Eugene is going fifteen oh one. Let me just cut through the tension like a knife through butter here for a moment and say before we do that did we actually figure out who won the last round justin did justin did win the last round okay mm -hmm. i i feel like i glazed right over that but congratulations <laughs> so i guess this is worth two points then is what we're saying um and that puts eugene on the board actually because oh was this, what's the price point there? Well, the what's game this is, game? The game is World Neverland, all one word, then a hyphen, and then... World Neverland. Elnia Kingdom. The nickname of this game is War Neva, um, and <laughs> the game goes for twenty nine ninety nine. Yes. And it, there's more of these games? Uh, I haven't seen any, but supposedly <laughs> it's a series with a nickname. It's very popular. It's kind I, of I like mean, a little... I mean, anything can have a nickname if you give it one, I it's suppose. It's kind of like a little oh. mini RPG. There's, like, fighting monsters. Okay, it looks like N64-era graphics. I, I kind of dig that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Not as interesting as this last game I found, though. And I guess the winner of this technically wins the round, so careful see what happens this is a very interesting little thing that i found on the switch um, <laughs> good maybe one of you will have seen it too in which case you might have an advantage here but i just had to add it to the list see in the dark this game lets you see in complete darkness this game works by using the ir camera built right into the joy-con Parentheses. How cool is that? Yeah, give that to me. See anything in complete darkness up to 0.5 meters away. White and reflective things show up better and further away. But hey, why not experiment yourself? Um, I think this is how it would have gone anyway, but Justin, since you are winning this, I want to give you every advantage here. So you're going to go second, and Eugene is going to go first. So you basically get to choose how correct is Eugene. Actually, if you want to go first, you can, because if Eugene nails it, he wins. So How about since we're taking want? turns, Eugene can go first. Okay, Eugene goes first then. So this sounds like a, more of an app than a game. So for me... I see a lot of apps priced at two ninety nine, so I'm gonna go two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. All right, Justin. How much would you pay 
to see in the dark? Well, I mean, if it worked, I might pay one ninety nine for it, but <laughs> but you know, this is this is a a a much sought after application. So I'm going to guess retail price is nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine, Justin. You hit the nail on the head. Ten dollars to see the and dark? guys, I know that our listeners at home can't see this. Tune into the live show every Thursday night, so you actually can see this. But look at how good the camera works. <laughs> look at that crystal oh, clear that's imagery. <laughs> yeah. You know you're. Oh, yeah, what is it? A half a meter? You or can what? see clearly from 0.5 meters away, <laughs> guys. Which. By the way, is about arm's length. So For if you only, can't see something that is arm's length away from you in the first place, then... You, For only $10, you can basically do the man. same thing as turning the flashlight feature on on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and see not nearly as well. I think, we always, I think you would li- literally see better if you just flipped your switch around and let, like, the brightness... Open in. your eyes! <laughs> Well, gentlemen, first off, Justin, congratulations. You played a great game. You won four uh, out of I, I have to admit, I've seen this app before, which is why I knew both its sale and retail oh. price. You let, but you let Eugene <laughs> go first. You gave so, him yeah, you did answer. the gentlemanly thing. So. Honorable, I must say. Honorable. Yes, I let you guess when I knew the answer. And, um, and I, will, I will preface this by saying that while these game descriptions were absolutely hilarious, the games themselves might be great. So if any of these sounded interesting to you, check them out on the eShop for yourself. Maybe buy them. Maybe support the developer. Um, we will be right back at the tail end of this very quick break with the games we've been playing. Want to hear us promote all the things we're doing instead of updating Infendo.com? Listen to us every Thursday night at those times that we're, that we're on in the different time zones. That stinger hurts because it's so true. Um, welcome back to Infendo Radio. We are going to do the change the system portion of our show, which is the part where we talk about the games we've been playing. Um, and Eugene, you actually hinted that, um, thank God I don't have scopophobia. You actually hinted that you um, were playing some kind of interesting games. So would you like to maybe kick things off tonight? Yes, uh, I booted up my Ambassador um, series 3DS. Oh and, my! Yeah, and I've been playing oh me some um, Metroid. The 2D Metroids, <laughs> I want to play all of them um, leading up to the new Metroid Dread that's coming up. Nice! I might dabble in the 3D ones if I have time, but I doubt that I'll get to play all the ones um, up till then. Um, which is kind of sad because, you know, basically this is Metroid 5, right? So, but anyways, yeah, I am really excited to play through and talk to you about the the Metroids that I've been playing. I have not gone in any order, but I have played um, a little bit of Metroid Original, a lot of bit of Metroid Fusion, and some of Metroid Zero Mission, and I know a lot of people like that one, but it's... It's not my favorite. I, I was gonna. Like I was much. gonna. I was going to. So now I don't even have to ask because now I know that your answer is the opposite. But I was gonna say, like, why would you choose to play like the <clears throat> NES one when Zero Mission exists? Yes. Because it's basically just Super Metroid, you know, built in the NES. Yeah, I, you know? Zero Mission is 
probably my favorite of all the Metroids I've played. Um, I was going to do roughly the same thing, but I've been having trouble with my 3DS, as I may or may not have mentioned. So, um, what I will probably do is just try to, um, play Fusion before Dread comes out, because that's the game that immediately precedes it in the story, and it's also the Metroid game I've played the least, oh, besides... Yes. Sure. Um, Samus Returns. You so nerds I, uh, and your Metroid timelines. <laughs> Pshaw! I, I, need, I need this from you guys, and this is going to be straight off the cuff, but um, rank me the 2D Metroids, um, your favorite, and that I'll go first. That is hard. So my order is number one, Fusion. Number two, um, uh, Super Metroid. Number three, and I may have, and I may have missed one or two in here, so correct me if I'm missing anything. But number three for me would probably be original uh, Metroid, and then four would probably be Zero Mission. Um, well, mine would be Super Metroid, then Fusion, because Fusion is a great game, but it's very linear, and that can be nice when you feel like vegging out. But Super is just so classic, man. Um, then probably Zero Mission, which I'm counting as one because to me they're basically the same game, just better. And then Samus or Metroid Two: Samus Returns. I hate that game. I hate. Oh, I the... forget about Samus Returns. I forgot to rank I, that one in there. I, I, Return of Samus. Me. Yeah. I, I, are, are we, which one are we talking I, here? I didn't. There's... Oh man, I forgot about Return of Samus. I didn't. I didn't also. like. I didn't like it originally and i didn't really get hooked on the remake either so like it's all the same to me it's not that good metroid 2 is right um <laughs> this is gonna sound blasphemous but it's gonna be right above zero mission for me mm. all right so all right starting good, i don't going, like zero mission i don't know why go, go I, I don't see i just don't understand why you don't like like i'm not i'm I not get into it i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna it. skyward sword you on this one because i don't have a i've played zero mission one time you know but to me it's like saying i just don't like uh, mario 3d all-stars version of mario 64 it's just like it's just a slightly better version in my opinion like, well, i mean this I'll, even, I'll tell you it, it's actually i would say it's a much better version because it incorporates all of the quality of life improvements that Super Metroid brought, plus... I'll tell you why, and it's gonna sound silly. Um, I, it didn't. It's it's like the same feeling that you get when you read the book and then go watch the movie, hmm. and then um, it's doing like little things different here and there. I hated the part at the end of the game where you were in the Zero Suit. Hmm. I hated that part. God, I didn't, was, I didn't mind that at all. Oh, that is so wild. I don't know if I feel one way. Anyway, my list from 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 bottom to top, uh, original Metroid Two: Return of Samus is is at the bottom. I was happy to have finally beat it, but it took me about ten years to do it. <clears throat> um, after that would be the original Metroid, which I absolutely adore. But if I had the choice, I would rather play Zero Mission. Um, then I would say I'm not including the remake of Metroid 2 by the way because I haven't finished it yet after that I would put Super Metroid in the middle um, because it is awesome but I think that Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero Mission improved on Super Metroid so that would be my order fair enough so. well um, I am enjoying the Metroids um, I 
I don't know that I'm gonna necessarily finish them all the way through, but I did want to kind of experience them a little bit so I can kind yeah. of see. Oh yeah, that's th that's what this Metroid did. This is what this Metroid brought to the table. Type. I, of thing. I've I, been uh, wanting to replay Fusion for a long time, mostly because it is the most unique of them. Like it tells a very, um, a very specific story. It has a a mood and an atmosphere that the others don't really, and and. I don't know. It's it's just been the one that I've been wanting to return to. So with Dread coming out in what a month and a half, you know, it's really kind of putting the pressure on me to replay this game. And I don't know whether I'm going to play it on the 3DS or play it on my uh, Game Boy Advance SP, or maybe I'll just play it on an emulator. But I definitely want to finish it before Dread comes out. Cool. <laughs> uh, everybody died. I was waiting for Eugene to talk about the next game that he was playing. Yeah, well, I I can talk about the next game we're playing if we're done talking about uh, Metroid. I, as much as I love talking about Metroid, um, so Skyward Sword is still a thing. Um, I'm just trudging my way through that one in case you guys care to be, uh, go along with my progress. Um, been sidetracked since the last dungeon because now I'm doing a lot of side quests in the sky and, you know, doing all that stuff because I've unlocked, um, a, a, you know, new items that I can do new things. So I'm trying to do the, because I just unlocked bombs, right? So now I'm doing, like, all the things that I needed bombs for before. So, um, yeah, just kind of slowly uh, making my way through that game. I don't know that I'm going to collect all the bugs, but I have been collecting all the bugs because I've never I mean, you have all... to collect um, at least some of them to upgrade your stuff, so... Yeah, well, I, and when I played this game originally, that was, the like, the one thing I never did was, like, collect every single bug. And usually when I play um, Zelda games, I'm kind of like a completionist. Aside from uh, Breath of the Wild, because that's a whole other monster. I ended up 100%ing that eventually, but not on master mode. Um, so, um, still trying to work on that. Um, anyways, yeah, Skyward Sword, guys, that's still a really freaking good game. Like, I, I am surprised by how much I forgot about that game, because I've only played it once, um, all the way through, um, when it first came out. And just, like, it's screaming with personality, you know? The one thing I would say is that I, I'm not entirely in love with the art style. I wish it was a little bit brighter, I always felt, like more Wind Waker-esque, but I still like it. I still It, it feels like the color palette is a little muted at times, you know? But and I, I think I, that the HD remaster kind of took away some of the character that the Wii version had. Because mm -hmm. the Wii version had that very watercolory yeah. thing going on in the background. And the the HD version still has that, but because it's a higher resolution, it's not quite as splotchy and watercolory as, mm -hmm. as the original. Which is just kind of makes it look very plain. Sure. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's still a pretty game, but, you know, I think if I had to choose, like, graphic style-wise, I would definitely choose Wind Waker over Skyward Sword, you know, so, but, uh, you know, that's not to say it's an ugly game, I just, you know, just my opinion there, but, um, Groose, guys, like, But none the of them best. look nearly as good as Phantom Hourglass. No, there's nothing that quite <laughs> tops that, actually, in my experience. Um, I wish that 
Groose would become a Smash Brothers character. I hope that Groose is the final <laughs> Smash Brothers character. That would be oh my god. The biggest crime that Age of Calamity gave us was that we would never get a chance to have Groose in freaking Warriors. Or, or even Demise, you know? Oh, Demise man. Is I can't wait to see what Demise looks like in HD, but um, yeah. It was such I, a, it was such a nice, like, I'm usually not a fan of, like, I like the Gruntilda effect with villains, mm -hmm. right? Like, I like, like, this is the villain, you meet them in the intro, they taunt <coughs> you throughout the game, and then you challenge them at the end, it's very satisfying, you know, you really, you put a lot of time into, like, learning your villain. But Demise was a fun twist, because we've already, we've basically met him already, right? We've met, like, whatever you want to call it, his descendant or his evil energy or whatever mm -hmm. through Ganondorf so like we, we kind of already have felt his presence in the other games and getting him at the end was just such a like pleasurable like twist you know and you know like uh, they did the same sort of the same thing with Twilight Princess and I think the Twilight Princess version was just flat like cause like you had Zant throughout Twilight Princess right. and then all of a sudden oh Zant had nothing to do with anything it was all Ganondorf whereas obviously story spoilers for like every Zelda game ever, but they're all old anyway. Um, Skyward Sword, you know, you've got Girahim and then the way they play the quote-unquote Ganon twist is much more organic to the story. Well, it's because, a little, well, because it's he's a little less like, oh, we need to put this character in. Well, and he literally is his sword, you know, so the whole thing, the whole summoning ritual that happens over and over again, frankly, way too much in the game, the <laughs> the fact that there's hints that he's a sword like Fi because of like the patterns on his clothes and the skin patterns and stuff. It's like Things all you only the... notice after you've beaten the game and play it again, yeah, it, like, which I love. You're right. It's a very right. organic way to introduce the fact that this is the penultimate fight this isn't the ultimate. In fact, I'm actually really pissed off if I can tangent, Eugene. I'm sorry, your segments are just so popular. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> I, I have a friend who played Skyward Sword for the first time, and he's a very casual gamer. He doesn't play games a ton, but he, he played through pretty much all of Skyward Sword. And he was like, um, well, I've made it to the final fight, and that's it. I, I, I've done it a few times. I can't beat it. I think I'm just done with the game. And I was like, oh, you've made it to the final fight, huh? And he's like, yeah, I, I was like, Re refresh my memory. How does that go again? He's like, well, you're fighting the guy again. I don't remember his name. And you're up on the pillars and you keep knocking him down. And he keeps grabbing your sword. I just can't clear it. And I'm like, I can't tell him that there's more because, right. you know, like he, it, it'd be a spoiler. But also like, you're missing it. I was like, well, maybe you should like watch a YouTube video and just see how it ends. He's like, I don't think I need to see how it ends. I feel like I've already beaten it. I'm like, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about the gaming culture today. As much as I'm not a fan of watching other people play games, if you've got, like, I've been seriously thinking about just watching a playthrough of Cuphead mm -hmm. so that I can get to see all the bosses and hear all the music, because yeah. I'm never going to finish that game ever it's in my life. It's even easy mode. What? It, Cuphead's even hard to finish on the easy mode. Right, exactly. But I want to experience all of it, so, you know, like, just like, you know, Mortal Kombat X, instead of playing through it, I just watched a playthrough of it because it's mostly movies anyway. And, you know, like, like it's great that that exists for those specific uh, situations. Totally. Yep, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Unless you want to hear about my Pokemans, but I'm sure you don't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, who's next? I'll go next. Um... 
uh, and I don't have to talk about the same old Mortal Kombat Picross stuff because I actually have some new games that I've been playing lately. Um, I did put in another hour or two hours of Skyward Sword um, the other night, so um, I got to Laneru Desert. I forgot how much of a pain in the ass Laneru Desert is that first time through where you've got all the the quicksand and you have to get across and use the the flying beetle and all that and that's where and i'm headed next and i'm uh, <laughs> I, i'm remembering I'm, that way. i'm about half through that big expansive desert section so worst um, part of the game sucks total time sink oh yeah i'm going there next <laughs> <laughs> well no that honestly that's a uh, that's part of the reason why i've been just side questing because and it doesn't make any sense right it's like i'm wasting time side questing because i know dreading. it's going to take a lot of time to get to the well, next but, so right. that's, but that's the that's the trade off that was though, most right? of my breath of the wild experience honestly so like in my opinion in in the round 1 dungeons the the fire one is the most boring because it's very generic there's not much to do there's not really much like character interaction or anything in phase two, um, or no, Lenayru Len rather. In phase two, I think the fire is the most boring because you have to like climb up the mountain and everything. But in phase two, the desert is a blast because you do the whole like the sailing boat yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't it's wait really for that. Cool. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. But yeah, Lene like Lenayru Desert. I remember being my favorite area of the game. But yeah, it's definitely your second visit second where time it actually gets good. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, I'll get to the temple tonight. But um, besides that, I've bought a few games. Um, I repurchased. I I've had this in my wish list, and it was on sale for three bucks. So I purchased '80s Overdrive for the Switch, which is a game that I have and had actually reviewed on the 3DS. Oh yeah, and okay. It looked like the Switch version was like. <clears throat> an enhanced version of it and thus far it seems to not be enhanced in fact putting this game in hd i think does it a discredit because the 3ds version is such an accurate recreation of that top gear style of racing game you know top gear outrun you know super scroller style of racing game plus it was in stereoscopic 3d um, that it just worked on that system. I don't think it works as well on the Switch. So if you're interested in it, it's actually a good game, but it's better on the 3DS. <clears throat> um, I also finally broke down and purchased a game I have always, always wanted to play. Like, we're talking 25 years always. Oh, well. Mist, or I the version on the Switch, which is Real Mist Masterpiece much. Edition. Yeah. Um, and... Like, you want to talk about a game with opaque puzzles? <laughs> and I've heard this for years. Like, it's apparently a notoriously difficult game because it doesn't tell you anything. Mm-hmm. You really a, have to piece everything together. Or get an FAQ. Right, exactly. So I'm really just kind of enjoying kind of wandering around and finding things and seeing what I can do with it. And then someday I'll either give up on it or like you said, look up all the answers and, and see the ending, but I've always wanted to play it. I remember seeing screenshots of it back in the 90s and thinking, oh my god, this game looks awesome! Of course, back then it was, you know, like, mid-90s 3D renders in still pictures. Not if you this got is... your voodoo graphics card, boo. 
right? And this this is actually fully 3D rendered and controlled like a first person, you know, shooter game. So it's a little bit different. But um, so I played a little bit of that recently. Um, the big one though, and and I have my a couple of our our listeners and 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 former patrons to quote unquote thank for this. Um, <laughs> I picked up a. A game that's been on my wish list for years and never went on sale. It finally went on sale, and I got Cricket Nineteen. Oh yeah, I, I've seen that, you all that on is, that one. That is Cricket, the the English, famously English sports game upon which baseball improved. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, uh, mm, by but barely. I well. I played about an hour of it last night, and I have no idea what's going on, but I know that somebody throws a ball, and somebody else hits it, and then the number on the scoreboard goes up. That, um, we were watching that in the Olympics, and I, I or not the Olympics, we were watching rugby in the Olympics, and that and um, cricket, I don't get. I just don't get it. I don't understand any of the rules. Don't. Well, well um, Colt has offered to help me learn the game as has uh, DJ so hopefully somebody will help me understand this game before I just throw my hands up and say why the hell does anybody like this game but I've um, cricket and rugby are two sports that have always fascinated me because you know in America we have baseball and football which are both derived from those games but also very different so if they ever release a rugby game for the Switch, I'll probably get that, and those will be the only like actual sports games on I'm my Switch. I'm sure there's a rugby game on the Switch. There I have not, not found one. Maybe in the maybe in the in the European uh, eShop, but there's definitely not one. Like I purchased this Cricket ninety nine is in the US eShop, so um, I, I I'm not finding a rugby one, but maybe maybe one will come out, but. I, I am determined to figure out what cricket actually is and and why people enjoy it. Are there like licensed cricket athletes, or are you just playing as like Joe I, the cricketer? No, I mean I, I'm pretty the... sure they're actual. I mean this is like e, an EA Sports game. Oh. So like it's it's the act. I, I'm pretty sure it's actual like. That, there's an American cricket team. Can you believe this? There's, a, there's an American and a Canadian cricket team. Do you guys there's... remember the year we won the World Cup? How hilarious <laughs> that... We came in like the absolute chads we were, and we were just like, <laughs> oh, we won soccer? Who gives a crap? <laughs> Wait, won the World Cup of what? I swear, I swear we won the World Cup. Maybe it was like the Olympics Never. or something. Absolutely there was a, not. There was a soccer <laughs> event. Close. There was a soccer event where America just won. Women. And it was like, Women. Maybe it was that. And I think that's the, the one. I don't know, yeah. I don't know Women why are good. I don't know why Our we're... Our men are garbage. I don't know why <laughs> we're, we're... We might not even qualify. I, I don't know why we're separating garbage. between the men and the women. They're all Americans. But yes, we won a soccer thing. And it was just <laughs> like, oh, cool. I guess we'll take it. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we'll take it. Um, Justin, if you ever figure out how cricket works, um, let me know because I'll be interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's something about... A, about wickets and 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 
and you you earn runs, but you don't seem to actually run anywhere, and 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 the bat is flat, and um, to to quote Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, nobody understands cricket. You've got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> so hopefully my crumpet eating friends will help. <laughs> oh God. I hope you're eating lots of crumpets, Lucas, and you can uh, move us on past this cricket talk. It's a joke about your mom's crumpet in there somewhere, but um, was that all the games you've been playing, Justin? Uh, yeah, pretty much. All right, let's talk about some good old American games I've been playing, which are all from, like, <laughs> Japan, let's be real. Um, Warframe is a game I've been playing. Um, guys, I really like that game. I got through the final major story quest in that game, and it changed, like, everything that I knew about the world, and I feel really bad now, and all I want is revenge. So that's a that's a thing, and apparently I'm going to get to wrap up that plot point in December or so when the new war comes out. So I'm excited for that free DLC. Um, I've had that game on my Switch for as long as it's been available. I've never booted it up. Man, I really enjoy it. There's a lot of grinding. Like, if you're the kind of person who likes to sit back and go, okay, I need need five Argon (laughs) Crystals and 800 Polymer Bundles so that I can print this part to make this Warframe in, like, seven days. Yeah, nope. If I can't Game Genie that, then I don't don't want it. (laughs) Don't get get Warframe because what you'll end up doing is spending, like, $800 to just have it all activated for you. You don't don't get Warframe. <laughs> um, I love it though. It is it is a really fun game. The only gripe that I have with it is that it's not cross platform. So I'm surprised you haven't put more money into it than you already have. Honestly, well, I like um, experiencing stuff. Like I, I I like you know like like every now and then if there's a really rare weapon that I want and I look up how to get it and it's like oh you have to kill eighty of these enemies that only spawn once every fifteen minutes in specific missions. I'm like. Maybe we'll get this one on the house, you know. But normally it's like, you know, oh, I need to go make a make a character. I'll just go into a map and I'll, I'll play it like twenty times. And I'll get all the materials and I'll print out the the character, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, sure. Yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I also played Pokemon Unite with Colt uh, the other day. Who uh, most of you who've listened to the show probably know. I believe he was a guest host at one point. Um, we kicked. He's teaching me cricket. And he has his own show now. Um, we kick butt at that game, dude. Steve was on the call, too. He was just there hanging out. He was working on his laptop. Like a nerd. A good thing he's Yeah, Steve doesn't play himself. games. He just, like, stalks them. But, um, Colt and I played. He haunts them. Colt and I played while, this, while the three of us were, um, on the call. Dude, we kicked butt. It was good. Like, I, I use my Gardevoir, my long-range attacker. He tends to, like, speedsters. Like, he's really good with Talonflame. And we just, like wrecked people like fun game really like that game he's trying to get the um or at least he was trying to get the like reward for hitting like level 99 or whatever on the season pass i'm not getting that the season pass expires in like 15 days sonic colors comes out tonight like it's not gonna happen you know um but yeah i still really like pokemon unite i will play it anytime say the word the game i really want to talk about is an old game not too old but kind of old monster hunter stories 2 
Last night, the new DLC came out and added a few new monsters that I thought I was excited for. Turns out I wasn't that excited for them. We got them, we checked them out. They're not that good, like half the monsters in this game. So I was a little disappointed. But um, then we decided, let's do the big... This is me and Steve, by the way. Let's do the big boss that came out during the last DLC pack, because there's going to be a hard version of that boss. Um... We get into the quest. It's a 30-minute quest. You have to kill three monsters. Two little ones and this big one, Colvay Teroth. We pop in. We find the first little monster. We don't realize you have to actually explore the map and find them in time. We figured it was just going to be like, oh, you're just battling them all back-to-back kind of thing. So we, we chase down the first monster. We knock it out just like that. It takes maybe five or eight turns or whatever. We have 30 minutes to do this. Um, we fight Colvay Teroth. That takes like... 25 turns and then it flees and they're like oh better finish the job so then we have to go chase it down again as we're chasing it down we get a little announcement that says 10 minutes left to the hunt i'm like oh crap we're not gonna make it so we're fighting it again we get back into the fight it's changed forms so now its weaknesses are different it's its resistances are different we almost finish it off it's not dead yet five minutes left in the hunt so we, we finally knock it out. We're, we're like, we're talking to each other. We're like, we're like placating each other. We're like, look, man, we came into this underleveled. We did good. We took out the big boss. So we got the stuff. We'll be able to make the gear. It's okay. So we split off and we're like looking for the last monster. I'm thinking maybe we'll pull off some kind of like miracle win. Um, Steve finds it first. I run in. He has the first turn. He knocks it down like maybe an eighth of its health. He's like, we might be able to do this, man. We might be able to pull this off. I pop in. One of my monsters has a one-hit KO attack that has a 30% chance of working against, like, non-bosses. I use it. It deals 20 damage, and then the monster dies. (laughs) (laughs) We won that mission with four seconds left on the clock. (laughs) like a james bond movie it was amazing so then i go to save the video and my videos are full i guess i've saved a thousand videos on my switch so i'm like steve save the video he's like man that was on steve save the freaking video (laughs) so if you want to see that go to uh at gentis one on twitter and see the video of us doing that or see my retweet um about me recanting this amazing story in 120 characters or less or go to my twitter and and see me playing cricket and having no idea what I'm doing. There you go. Somebody so, buy Lucas true. and myself a one terabyte um, SD card if you're so willing. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we can't lose moments like that. We just please, can't. Please and thank you, guys. Please and thank you. The only other thing I want to talk about, the only other game that I, I haven't really been playing it, but I feel like I've been participating in it, is my dad has been playing a lot of Mario Golf, guys. Like, a lot, a lot of Mario Golf. In fact, sometimes when we're in meetings, he'll be playing Mario Golf in the background (laughs) while I'm at, like, a work call with you guys. (laughs) Like, it is, um, it's fun to watch. It's a fun game to play. I still really like it. I haven't put that much time into it or Pokemon Snap since my birthday. Planning on putting more time into both, but, um... It's been it's been fun watching him play it, you know, because up until now, I, I mean, a lot of the games he's played are either like you know games on the PC, or like he was into GTA Five for a long time and he was playing like the races, you know, all the time. But Mario Golf is a game I really understand, so you know, watching that has been kind of a blast. So, you know, kind of looking forward to maybe getting into Dread together too when that comes out because sure. he's a big Metroid guy. So. Yeah, so that's been fun. And really, I think that's it. Um, like I said, Sonic Colors launches at midnight, so that's kind of got all my attention right now. That is my Skyward Sword, so I'm really mm-hmm. excited to play that. But more on that next week. 
And with that, I guess um, we will call it for the show tonight, he said questioningly. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's everything. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I know it was fantastic and wonderful, and we didn't make any mistakes at all. If you enjoy the show, Never. you can listen to the show live by going to our Twitch, which is <laughs> twitch.tv slash Radio. If you just kind of like the show and you don't really want to see us live, you can just listen to us on whatever podcast you're listening to us on right now. So keep doing that. And tell a friend, and then they can tell two friends, and then they can tell two friends, and then we'll basically own the entire world. So we'll be back next week with another episode for you guys maybe we'll even play another game if there's no news because both of these guys had like nintendoons prepped and ready to go before i jumped in (laughs) so um or or maybe we'll have a nintendo direct between now and then or maybe we'll have a nintendo there are rumors there are rumors on the horizon finally getting waluigi so um (laughs) we will be back next week thank you so much for watching bye bye see you real soon oh my arm disappeared Adios.